Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in to Guidance Unscripted. It's been a hot second since we've recorded and produced a podcast, but we're thankful to be back and we're just looking forward to sharing with you some information about what's going on in Guidance. Today what we've got planned is pre-enrollment for the 2020-2021 school year, and believe it or not, we are already planning for that. So with me today is Mr. Elliot Doan, Mr. Dave Thompson, and our guest speaker is Mrs. Ann Katz, who is new to us in guidance this year. Thanks for joining us bright and early this morning, Ann. Glad to be here. Um, So before we get started, do you want to go ahead and just share with our listeners a little bit about you and a little bit about your role here at Avon High School, and then we'll get into questions and topics for pre-enrollment? Sure. I am new in the ALC guidance office, so I'm down on the senior side of the building, Um, I am the counselor for students that are graduating mid-year, so seniors. I just graduated about 70 of them. And then any juniors that are graduating after their junior year, I serve as their counselor as well. I'm also the college and career counselor um, for the school, so that encompasses a lot of different things, uh, mostly on the senior side, but more with Naviance and getting ready to help juniors with their plans for after high school. I've been a counselor for nine years. I went to IU and University of Cincinnati for my graduate degree, and I'm glad to be here at Avon. Thank you. Again, thanks for joining us this morning. We know it's super early, but grateful that you carved out some time for us. So since it's unscripted, I don't have any notes this morning, so I'm just going to jump in and go over the pre-enrollment timeline. Students will be getting this information Wednesday in SRT and They'll enter course requests on PowerSchool from January 15th through the 22nd. We'll meet with, meet with students in that January, February timeline on an individual basis. April 24th is going to be the deadline for making any changes on your courses. And then January 15th, so Wednesday night, is going to be a PSAT test interpretation night as well. Very nice. All right, so... Not to leave current 8th graders out because they are probably pretty anxious about scheduling for freshman year. Counselors are going to be visiting the middle school first on February 7th for a pre-enrollment and diploma information presentation just to get them an idea of what scheduling looks like and what the next four years are going to look like at high school for their ultimate goal of earning their diploma. And then counselors will return to complete ninth grade forms on February 19th at Avon Middle School South and February 20th at Avon Middle School North. We'll have counselors in each classroom. We'll cover what's different English, math, science, social studies options there are to complete freshman year and then talk about electives, band placement, athletics, things like that. Our goal at the end of that meeting for visits to each middle school is to have your freshman Uh, complete their green pre-enrollment paper with all of their classes chosen. And then over the course of the next few months, we work on getting those in the computer and getting everything finalized. To answer just a few common questions about PE and summer school, um, incoming freshmen have the opportunity to take one online PE course and or health over the summer. So they can't complete both both PE credits at the same time just because there's some overlap there. So incoming freshmen can take one online PE and they can complete their health credit online over the summer if they wish. They can do one, they can do both, or they can do neither. Um, So just putting that out there and that'll be through Indiana Online Academy, which is free through a grant. It's a six week course and then everything is done from home except you do have to come into the school 
or a test proctor site in order to take your final exam just for an hour or so. So, Anne, um, we've covered the incoming freshman side of things. Would you mind just going over what the senior side of scheduling looks like as well as what students need to do if they're interested in being an early graduate? Yeah, so in the ALC, there are three of us counselors. So Mr. Jaskowski and Mrs. Hatchett are the other two. And the three of us will meet with all income rising seniors over the next two months. So starting at the end of January, I believe our first day is January 28th through the beginning of March. All juniors will meet individually with one of us. Um, Mr. J is what we call Mr. Jaskowski. He has the first half of the alphabet and Mrs. Hatch has the second half. And they will see all of their students individually and go over um, also their post-secondary plans. So what they're thinking about college or career-wise after high school to make sure that they're answering any questions there. We also will have our junior parent night or junior college and career night on Monday, February 24th. For all junior parents and any juniors that would like to come, we're going to talk about what the process looks like for planning for college, things you should be doing now, um, as well as other options, financial aid, apprenticeships, um, and Ivy Tech will also be there this year. We'll be sending out some college and career newsletters this year um, to juniors, so be on the lookout for that. But the process for juniors, rising seniors, is similar as it is for all other grades in terms of um, completing the pre-enrollment form, bring that with you to your scheduling meeting, um, and we will be accepting schedule changes through April 24th after those course confirmation sheets come out. Great. So a, let's say I've got a current sophomore who wishes to graduate by the end of their junior year. What does that process look like? Thank you, Elliot, for the reminder. There is a form in the ALC guidance office. It's a junior early graduation form. They would need to pick up that form. Um, it's also a good idea for them to go ahead and meet with me, and I'll go through what classes they need to take, make sure that they have room in their schedule in order to graduate early, talk about any summer school that they might need to do to make sure that they're on track to graduate early. The junior grad process is different as well. They have to write a letter to Mr. Shockley explaining why they would like to graduate at the end of their junior year. So students need to spend some time thinking about what their reasons are. It's not just going to be, well, I'm just done with high school and I want to be done a year early. Mr. Shockley's not going to be on board with that one. So thinking about what you're planning to do, um, we look at your I-STEP scores and make sure that you've passed. And if you haven't, that you're on track for a graduation pathway and then um, put together your schedule, and then I would be your counselor moving forward. Mid-year grads for seniors, similar, a little bit less um, strenuous of a process. There's also an application form in the ALC guidance office. It uh, has to be signed by parents, and I have to sign off on it to make sure that you can get all of your credits completed in that semester, and um, then we schedule you like that's what you're going to do, and make sure you have any summer school classes that you need registered for as well. One common question I get, I can't speak for the other counselors, but what does a junior grad or seventh semester senior grad need to do online versus in the classroom for all their credits? So if it's possible for students to take the class in the classroom, we'd like them to take the class in the classroom. But for mid-year seventh semester senior grads, taking second semester of English is not going to be possible in the classroom. So you can either take that over the summer or we have an online education center classroom here at the high school where you can take your classes in there called the OEC commonly and we will register you for those classes at the beginning of the semester but ideally we'd like you to be in the classroom it's your first time taking the class if possible that makes sense and not to pepper you with questions but one more I get a lot what's the biggest benefit to graduating early 
Most students, it's to save money for college. They want to go work for a semester and save up before they start in the fall. Um, some students started college. I have three or four seniors I can think of off the top of my head that are starting college today at IU. We have one going to Florida Gulf Coast this year. So students that want to get a jump start, IUPY, on their college um, journey. Um, those are the two main. Or if you're enlisting in the military, we have some students that are um, going to boot camp this semester. Um, so they were getting started on their post-secondary plans early. Generally though, if you're planning on attending a four-year college, colleges like to see you taking a full senior year of classes and they wanna see you challenging yourself and taking academically rigorous classes because when you get to college, it's not gonna get easier. So taking a whole semester off, especially for math, English classes you're going to have to take in college isn't always the best idea. And then when the junior graduate, we have students that are, most of them are starting college early there's the Mitch Daniels Early Graduation Scholarship that you can qualify for if you graduate from high school a year early and go to college in Indiana. That's $4,000. Um, so all of my junior grads, outside of maybe one, um, are planning on going to college next year just a year early. But again, generally for most students, it's a good idea to stay in high school for all four years for the full time if you're planning on going on to a four-year school. Another reason might be uh, I've got some NCAA kids that mm -hmm. have been asked by a coach or yep. want to want them there early so they'll graduate after that seventh semester. Yes. So. Yep. Yep. Very good. Thanks for sharing, Anne. Um, one other thing that I want to touch on is Naviance, and we're definitely trying to utilize that resource a little bit more throughout our years here at Avon High School, but then also through guidance and how we can use Naviance to help with pre-enrollment. And so students their freshman year should have filled out a four-year plan. So of course the four-year plan is subject to change, but this is a really good way to go on there and view, okay, as a freshman, this is kind of what I was thinking about taking. You know, do I need to change any of that or what courses can I potentially plan for come sophomore, junior or senior year? And then the other piece is the career interest inventory. It's always a good idea to go back and review that, or if you need us to reset it if things have changed, we can certainly do that as well. But based on how that inventory went and what those results are, kind of going back and seeing, like, if I scored pretty high in the business field, maybe I want to be looking at classes that are within that to kind of explore and see, is this truly a field that I want to go into after high school or not? And so that's going to be the big thing with electives is we want those to be career focused and ultimately helping you prepare for life after high school. Yeah, and then we'll talk about schedule changes. So that's one of the, the big things at the beginning of each semester. We allow students uh, the first six days to be able to change classes. There is a policy and it's on the website and you can locate it. We send it out to the students, or at least I do. Can't speak for all the other counselors, but I send it to every student that asks for a schedule change. Just the guidelines where, you know, we're not changing an elective for an elective and some of those kind of things that go into that process. I will accept like a phone message from a parent or an email from a parent, but we do have a form here in the guidance office that We'll ask students to fill out, and it's just more than anything. We want to make sure that parents are on board with the decisions that are being made. We're not trying to change schedules and, you know, not have a parent understand what's going on. So a little bit about schedule change policy. I think with that, too, sometimes it depends on the class, but I like for the student to talk with the teacher, especially if it's going to be a course for dual credit. For example, Vincennes University 
um, history junior year, I'm going to want that student to speak with the teacher and then kind of explain, okay, this is where I struggled first semester and I ultimately feel like some type of level change is going to be helpful. So I would certainly encourage that if that's what your student is thinking to go ahead and have that conversation with the teacher so they are also on the same page. Yeah, and to go along with that, um, I won't change a schedule for band or choir or dance, something that has a fee base that goes with it. I won't change that unless I've heard from, you know, the teacher that they've communicated with them and they've got that all taken care of and the parent because we don't want that stuff getting all messed up. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's especially important during this scheduling time in the spring to put the classes in that you want because we only have so many seats and you're not guaranteed a spot if you try to change it over the summer or at the start of the semester versus if you originally put in a new year schedule in the spring then I don't want to say you're guaranteed but it's very unlikely that you wouldn't get a seat in a class um, because a lot of times we're at the tail end of schedule changes now I guess for second semester and some students can't get into a class that they want just because it's full and they didn't request it in time. So it's especially important to make sure that you're happy with your schedule going into the summer. And a slight change from our policy from last year, students will be coming home with their green, yellow, or pink forms depending on what grade that they're in. We are not requiring those to be signed by a parent and turned back into guidance. We are only asking that students have those completed and ready for their individual meetings with their counselor. Um, during that meeting with the counselor, we're going to look at your student's transcript, look at classes that they need to stay on track for graduate. If they're pursuing an honors diploma, look and see if they need to repeat any courses. And then uh, if it's necessary to sign up for summer school, give out information about how to get signed up for that at that time. Uh, if the student is looking to enroll at Area 31, we'll go over what that process looks like. And then if we do come down to the point where there does need to be a diploma change, counselors are not changing diplomas without, without parent permission. So if we have a student says, oh, I'm just dropping down to a core 40 I'm not, and I'm not repeating these classes, well, we're going to need to talk to parent first because that's a big decision that we're not just making that with the student alone. Um, so definitely wanted to throw that out there because that definitely comes up every year. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Kids are always trying. They're resourceful. Mm -hmm. Very resourceful. Creative. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then, on top of that, um, the only thing that a parent would need to sign in terms of pre-enrollment paperwork is if there decides to be a change after the initial requests are put in, guidance will be sending home a copy of the 12 to 14 credit requests for each student. And if something needs to be changed before the deadline, that at that point we do need a parent signature with what the change is requested to be. So that is the same as last year, but we're not requiring all of the colored pre-enrollment forms to be signed and turned in this year. All right, I think that's pretty much it. The one thing we will have the PowerPoints that the students watch on Wednesday, we will have those on the guidance website, uh, probably Wednesday afternoon or Thursday so that parents can watch those if you're interested in wonder or wondering what your students watched during that time frame as far as scheduling goes and it will have some information on there as to how to do all the power school stuff and get those schedules set up to begin with so you want to do a quick navigation yeah for our parents yeah, who might you, not know yeah definitely do that so the navigator's back um we're going to go to the avon high school homepage and then find the black banner and click on guidance and then that will take you to the guidance home 
website and under there you're going to find scheduling on the left side and click on that tab and then this is where our scheduling resources resources are going to be so the program of studies for the 2020-2021 school year is going to be on there and that's really going to be useful for courses who the courses are open to in terms of if they're open to grades 9 10 11 12 or maybe they're only open to grades 11 and 12 and then the course descriptions as well so that's really going to be a good resource if your students kind of curious about you know what is this principles of business management class and is it open to me for example so go ahead and check that out but also the scheduling videos are going to be on there so if your student maybe misses srt or has questions or just needs a quick review on how to do that that's going to be the page that we want you to go to yeah perfect all right well i think that's a wrap for today and from everyone here at guidance unscripted we are avon we are one